The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. A lot of focus has been on the Cabinet meeting vis-a-vis RTE. But perhaps more importantly is uh, what's expected today or tomorrow are our two finance uh, ministers, Michael McGrath and Pascal Dunhoo, are going to set out the parameters of the uh, 10th of October budget 2024. Uh, it'll set out spending limits. It'll set out what they're going to do with the 10, 12 billion surplus of money. And to give us some uh, preview and analysis of what we can expect, what the tug of war is going on behind the scenes, it's a pleasure to welcome Paul Hosford, political correspondent with the Irish Examiner. Good morning, uh, Paul. What can we expect? Good morning, Ivan. I suppose that one, one thing to caution with the summary economic statement is that it's not the budget. A lot of people on days like today expect to see individual uh, budget items outlined. What this is, it's a broad parameter of what the budget will be. We, we think that there's going to be about a, a 10 billion euro uh, surplus, mainly thanks to uh, windfall corporation tax receipts. Uh, um, so, so what we're going to get is basically a, a set of, of graphs and accounts that basically show us how much ministers will have to, to play with come October. What it really does uh, in, in the political world is it kind of sets off the, the, the starting gun for, for those tugs of war, uh, you know, because individual ministers will know how much money there is in the pot and they can know what their asks can be, you know. There's what you know the phrase that, that Pascal Dunhill and Michael McGrath come back to all the time, and, and ministers, you, you will be sick of hearing it over the next couple of months when they're asked the questions. Is the budgetary process? The budgetary process will take a couple of months to get the budget together, but the the real kind of uh, land grabs and the real fighting for for space will start as of today. Well, it strikes me that there, there's a real conundrum here. I remember I'm long enough around the period. Oh, uh, 2002 to 2006 and the exchequer was awash with cash from stamp duty on hugely bloated property values on all the VAT and PAY, PRSI coming in from the construction industry as we built 90,000 houses. And when that bang happened and the music stopped, property prices halved, the banking bubble around that property exploded And I see the same bubble emerging now, which is that we have all these taxes from essentially IP, uh, intellectual property that has been warehoused in Ireland. And you know what? They could all decide, you know what, we're going to move this away. And there's about 10 companies providing, what is it, 10, 15 billion of, of tax resources. And at a flick of a switch, it could go. However, at the same time, I'm thinking... I'm a former politician. 2024 is election year. General election in November, local and European elections. And they're saying, we're going to have a surplus of 10, 12 billion and we're going to let the shinners in and spend all that money. You know what we should do? We should buy popularity and splurge the cash and think of our own survival. Which way will they go? Economics or politics? Listening to Pascal Dunhill yesterday, it seemed very much on the on the former that they they will that there is this to really put a lot of money away. And the issues that the that the government has with this budget is that expectation of look, there's loads of money there. There's lots and lots of money that's you know, but that that's above uh, what what we were expecting. But it is tied to those one-off. Uh, those multinationals, uh, um, you, you hit on it there, they're, they're very concentrated. They're, they're limited to fewer than 10 multinational companies. If, they, if you build in 
ongoing spending based on on those you will have to reverse that eventually now the, the temptation like you said from the political point of view could be look let's just let's just buy the population or buy the popularity and we'll deal with it later it doesn't feel like Pascal Dunhill and Michael McGrath are those kind of personalities uh, Michael McGrath you know he's talked about uh, really wanting to beef up that rainy day fund now a lot of people are looking around and they're saying look with the with the cost of living crisis with the uh, you know, twelve and a half thousand people homeless. It's already raining. Can we not just kind of raid that fund to do extraordinary things? The government will make the point that this budget this year will probably have spending of about ninety six, ninety seven billion, uh, far and above what, what was ever spent in this country, uh, and that there's you know massive amounts of resources being pushed out in, in health and housing and, and social protection. The, the the temptation is there, but I mean, so one of the things that you have to look at is. While there is money being uh, squirreled away, the the core the core spending uh, in this budget is likely to go up by about four billion euro. Uh, on top of that, you're going to have a billion euro in tax cuts, and then you have what they call the ELS, the existing levels of service. That's your standing still money. That could be, you know, anywhere between three and a half and five billion euro. So there is going to be a massive amount added to the to the public exchequer while we're also putting money away. So there is that that those kind of I suppose competing uh, priorities there to, to one try and satisfy the public. Uh, you know, if you're if you're thinking that you're 18 months out or, or a year out from from an election, and also ensuring that you don't leave the coffers empty for whoever comes next, regardless of of whether you agree with them politically or not. The 2023 budget had a lot of once-off measures like a subsidy on your electricity bill, your gas bill and so on, which means they're not part of the permanent finances. Do you see them, because the costs are still very high, being rolled over? Yeah, I, I think there will be, you know, speaking to people yesterday, they reckon, you know, within the government that there is this kind of thought process that there still is uh, some level of help needed. And you can see it um, around, you know, you're probably not thinking about uh, about gas prices just yet because, you know, the weather's been very good and we're, we're in the height of summer. But when you get to budget time, when people are putting on the heating a bit more, they probably will look to have <clears throat> some kind of help from the government. You look at the the excise cuts on, on petrol and diesel and they help massively at the pumps now that they're being rolled back. And prices are, are they're, they're, I suppose they're stabilised, but they're kind of creeping back up. Are people going to want to see <clears throat> those the the, the re- resources of the state rolled out to to help people? I expect that there will be some level uh, of one-off measures, but I can't imagine that they will be at the same uh, the same size of of last year's. Last year was a, was kind of a an extraordinary budget in that way because it had that separate uh, envelope of here's you know his billions in, in once-off spending. Um, any particular priorities going to emerge? Uh, people talking about childcare, the €1,000 tax cuts, raising the point at which you hit the top rate of tax. Do you see anything emerging, uh, the wheat from the chaff there? Yes, uh, in terms of childcare, you know, Roderick O'Gorman uh, had signalled a, a desire to get 50, a 50% cut in, in childcare costs. That was 25% last year, and the expectation was that it would be 25% this year. Leo Branker kind of uh, hinted that, that he might not be as minded to go uh, that far in an interview with the Irish Times a couple of weeks ago. Roderick O'Gorman, uh, you know, speaking to people within the government, they, they're of the impression that he's very much focused on getting as much of a cut as possible, but that will come with structural uh, changes to childcare. 
you you might remember a couple of months ago the government made changes to allow uh, independent childminders come into the national childcare scheme. So this is the scheme that allows for that cut in, in childcare costs. But there's about 15,000 individual childminders who, who just aren't in that net. Um, they're, they're, they weren't able to be brought in. The government changed the rules, or changed the law around that a couple of months ago. The, the expectation is that they'll be brought into the national childcare scheme. In this year's budget, it would allow parents who are using those non-relative, they call it, they say non-relative uh, childminders, if they're registered, to save a, a, about €100 Euro a month. Um, but that, that would be one of those, those issues that I, I suppose some of the government are, are surprised that it's even questioned because it was such a popular move last year. Uh, but at the same time, there is costs, all of these things. You have that, you know, that, that division on whether or not the, the tax measure should be a, a broad €1,000 uh, tax cut for middle-income earners or should it be an indexation of the, ba- of the tax bands or should you just increase the rate before you hit the, the top level of tax. Fine Gael has been very clear that they want to get that up to around €50,000 in the lifetime of this government. It went up last year. Are you thinking maybe just another jump in that this year? You you, you could probably put, you know, six or seven hundred euro back into the into the pocket of okay. individual uh, mid- middle income earners. So th- there are du- there, there are dueling priorities across the coalition. Paul Hosford, uh, political correspondent with the Examiner. Uh, we will await the summer economic statement uh, to be published this week uh, to find out what it means for you and me in our pockets in the budget of the 10th of October. Thanks for that uh, overview. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.